0: Hello, me lovelies. It's me, Ned Natter, with the famously unpastroised and unfiltered Ned Natter radio show, ready to brighten your day. First up, it's great to be here with you again. Thanks so much for your lovely comments and messages. It's time for a good old natter. But remember, I don't chat about the regular news or current affairs. Oh no, I'm here to give you a break from it all. Good laugh, even when it's only once a week, on a Wednesday. (laughs) Remember though you can listen to all my shows again. Yep, they're all safe for podcasts at nednat.com. Yep, okay, well, put everything down. No, everything on YouTube, come on. It's time for the NedNat show, and you can't miss this. Here at 2 Medicine Farm, life goes on, and I haven't heard an opinionated word out of our supposedly temporary guest. Yep. That's getting close to a month now. You know The wife's friend, beyond its mouth, all week. Yep, that's beyond it, Brandisha Washington, or to her friend's BBW. Anyway, not since me dreaded mother-in-law, Satan, a troglodyte, visited. You know, I don't think uh, beyond it's got beyond <laughs> the shock of meeting a real-life <coughs> B-movie monster. Oh no, well, <laughs> on the flesh anyway. Believe me, there's a lot of it. Yep, flesh. <laughs> I haven't got over it either, you know. I saw her for the first time, I suppose, 20 years ago. You know, you never quite recover after meeting Satana. And of course, that's why she's so popular with the B-movie directors. Yep, she shows up ready for action. And that's why they call her the low-budget beast. (laughs) Yep, unfortunately, and unlike me other temporary permanent guests, she only stayed for three days. And had to head back to Georgia to finish filming the last few scenes in a recent acting opportunity. Yep, the troglodyte family have been acting up for years though. In other words, Satan is spending all week half submerged in a dirty brown lukewarm lake. And terrifying just about everyone that happens to see (laughs) her. To be honest... It's not much different round here. <laughs> me neighbours seem to have an absolute love affair with mud. Dirty brown water too, you know, come to think of it. They call it their way of life. Yeah, on the other hand, I call it ugly. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. When I'm not here, you can find me and me shows at nednutter.com. Hasn't been a good week me farm cat young Charles. No, well I'm sure you've seen those super sticky black rat catching pads, you know. Well we eyed them round the barn to keep the rats down. At least they stopped in their tracks. Well that was the plan. Trouble is young Charles is no great ratter. No, he prefers to chase little spiders, frogs and lizards, yeah torture them to death he does and add to that he loves to sleep in awkward uncomfortable places you know I think me cats a bit of a masochist to be honest <laughs> yep his ideal hiding places are where I put me rat traps too so he ended up sleeping on one and it stuck to his back. but that wasn't enough you know for him no oh no after fighting and springing around like a mad creature whilst trying to get the thing off for over an hour <laughs> Not succeeding, he got so tired, he then slept on another one. (laughs) Yep, only on the other side too this time. (laughs) Believe me, these things stick and stay. You know they're supposed to hold the old rodents fast, aren't they? So right now, I've got the only cat in Florida with specially designed and fitted solar panels. Now that I've successfully killed off Elsie's virtual assistant device, you know, yep, it was called an Alex and she got conned, yep, (laughs) Elsie and beyond it have discovered the pleasure of spending half the day online ordering food, snacks and drinks, (laughs) We've had the mail van and the UPS guy up here every day with something, yep. Even a brand new microwave, see, beyond it hates the idea of sharing Elsie's. And, you know, I don't blame her after all, you know, seeing what's being rustled up inside of it. (laughs) Anyway, with this new trend, I've never seen so many snacks in me life. Beyond it, done shot by the pack. Oh no, she buys cases and cases of the stuff. And in just about every flavour, size and option. Yeah, add to that. They're both obsessed with the words free shipping, and so they're always ordering enough to qualify. <laughs> yep, as resellers or wholesalers in their case. <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday. You can find all the shows again at nednat.com, where they're all starred for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats, book can handle, listen to me voice all over again. Stop by and say hi. Old Nan, me mother, and a great drinking, knitting and gambling companion, yep, another one of me so-called temporary permanent guests, Kashiko <laughs> Suzuki, that's me brother Nelson's wife, Heiner's 102-year-old grandmother, is still keeping the old hag company, and she's not planning on heading back to California for some time, if ever. <laughs> Since I got that belated call from me lawyer brother, Nelson Natter, to check up on his grandmother-in-law, I've never heard back from him. Oh, no. Uh, On our latest call, he said he was driving through a tunnel and would call me back. (laughs) Must be the longest tunnel in history, don't you think? Well, that was over a week ago. (laughs) He's dodging the issue, all right, and I know he'll never call me back. Toshiko is too much of a handful for him. Right now... He's probably searching every legal case in history in the hope of claiming that I've legally adopted her. He seems to forget I drove to California for his wedding. So, as a last resort, driving the old bird back is no problem either. Anyway, I could take old Nan for a ride and dump her on Nelson too. Well, it's only fair, isn't it? A bit like the uh, student exchange programmes, don't you think? only for troublesome old birds. (laughs) Despite her troubles with getting around fast these days, old Nan wanted to give Grandma Tashiko yet another Florida cultural experience. (laughs) uh, Last time I took the old birds to the vineyard, and other than the usual drama, I got a bill today, yep, for 12 bottles of missing wine. It was supposed to be a wine tasting not wine guzzling event. But you know you try telling that to Nan and to Chico, Yeah, This time though she's been online again looking at a few more local opportunities for old crow adventures. And they convinced me to take them on an evening cruise. Yeah. The sail and dine experience. Yep, and this is exactly that. You know, an evening sail out into the ocean for a few hours with food and wine. I began to feel seasick at the thought of it. Not old Nan, all oh, she's really interested in is the idea of the booze cruise. Yep, Nan and Shiko soon complained about their tired old sea legs and stayed at the bar. And as usual, their tired old legs were legless by the time we were halfway out into the ocean, yeah. But, you know... As usual, a day out with the old birds. Can't go smoothly, can it? No. They were soon joined in a drinking session by a seventy-year-old suitor Yippee. called Ronald Roper the Fourth. I think it was the you know the Roman numerals for four after his name, not IV, you know, an abbreviation for intravenous. know, yeah, because I reckon that's how he took his alcohol and dopamine mix. Either way. He wasn't fussy about what he said, or more importantly, where he put his wandering hands. And for one, old Nan is not keen on men over 50, and she likes to be the one that makes the first move. Even when she's getting slower, over the years, you know, she's still there. Anyway, everyone gathered to the side of the yacht to watch the sunset, the part of what, the event. He decided to chance his luck with Nan, and try a more direct approach here. Yeah.
1: And away we go!
0: Let's just say he was far too handy, yeah. <laughs> but Toshiko came to rescue with a carefully planned foot. I, yeah. oh, and seven-year-old Ronald was immediately man uh, overboard. I saw what happened, but the old birds just rattled on about him being drunk and unstable to begin with. Naturally, it created a bit of fuss, and as they tried to drag the drunk and dodged old Duffer from the waves, yep, that is a mouthful, isn't it? Man and who didn't help matters by first throwing him Lifesaver's candy, and then continually shouting shark from the deck during the rescue efforts. (laughs) As members of the crew attempt to dry and pacify the drenched senior sailor, (laughs) unfortunately, he was a non-swimmer. The old crows went into a 20-minute bout of hysterics. It's even worse in Nan's case as she starts coughing up 80-odd years of nicotine between the chuckles. (laughs) Other than that, once back on terra firma, they told me just how much they'd enjoyed their little trip out on the ocean. Either way, I felt green just watching them with their alcohol and the boat moving up and down. <laughs> One thing about this little day trip is for some reason they didn't get banned. Nan and Toshiko are still planning Another alcoholic Atlantic excursion soon. <laughs> I can just see it on the horizon now. Maybe they should leave me on shore. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to mention cards again, you know. it's On the cards, they're going to do the same thing all over again. Oh dear, apparently the reason they didn't worry about the old crows is because even the crew members have a nickname for old Ronald Roper IV. Yep, it's the handy molester. See, he's a regular. Maybe the next time he ties one on, he'll tie it to a handy life jacket too. And wear some shark repellent. (laughs) On the other hand, swimming lessons. And old crow repellent might be a better bet for him. (laughs) This is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Radio Show. When I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednat.com. As you recall, me fireman Ding-Dang has been well and truly married to Darlene Freebird for a while now. She won't let him indoors though, and their relationship is more than just unstable. Yeah, well, more so since the baby showed up ahead of schedule, and me poor neighbour old Lonnie was responsible. And still, Darlene Freebird is ready to gossip, and she's told just about everyone round here. That the clearly cuck-holded Ding-Dang is so dumb he could throw himself on the ground and miss. (laughs) Yep, she's probably right there. But the only trouble is that now Ding-Dang's caught up with news on the baby at least. He's wise to her.
1: (laughs) So
0: on the other hand, and rather unsurprisingly, (laughs) we've got me fireman's little feature. So here's Ding Dang's southern quote, it's she's been lying like a rug. Oh dear, I like that one. (laughs) This, according to him, relates directly to Darling Freebird. Oh dear again, apparently she never mentioned old Lonnie's sleepover. just how far things went in the dark over nine months ago see ding dang's had time to reflect and it seems he spent more time with his old buddy bud at the time yeah sure one in the bottle i think and not with darlene added to that is buddy bud has a negative effect on a few things mostly downstairs so maybe that's why darlene needed stunt stuntman, after all. <laughs> As you probably recall, Quinton McCamp, a tenant, painter and writer, has always been at odds with me fireman Ding Dang. Well, after he found out that Ding Dang had been thrown out of his trailer and given the cuckoo treatment to Quinton and Coagulate, his peaceful partner decided to allow Ding Dang to stay in their broken down travel trailer which is hidden in the back of me barn. Well, after only a week, there have been a few changes in me farmhand, yeah? For starters, he's dressing differently. Let's just say I've never seen him in a pale lemon-coloured T-shirt before now. And definitely never a clean one either. You know, I think it's a case of Quinton's the flamboyant eye for the farm guy. (laughs) Add to that, ding-dang, has been adding some new words to his already extremely limited vocabulary. Yep, it's not just Quinton's poet influence though, you know, oh no. <laughs> the ones I've heard the most this week were bath, <laughs> shower,
1: <laughs> comb,
0: and shave. Oh dear, Ding Dang's never been one for personal hygiene before. He always starts his day <laughs> releasing gas from both ends. <gasps> And struggling with his steel toe boots whilst lighting the first smoke of the day. <laughs> this is Ned Natta here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can always find me shows again at nednatter.com where they're all stored for his podcast. So if you want me repeats, you can handle listen to me voice all over again. Stop by and say hi. Well, next up I'm returning to the wife's favourite subject, food of course. Yep, Elsie's private recipes and ideas for cooking. Those revolting offerings from the swamp. Oh dear. (laughs) I cook my own food and leave her to that cozy relationship with a microwave. So this week Elsie's promised more sweet treats in her feature. Yep, lots of sugar and lots of sugar. And perhaps a bit more sugar. <laughs> the last one was hideous enough, so we'll have to see just how repulsive it is this time. Here's the next of our so-called recipes, yep. Elsie's cooking cock-ups. <laughs> so, warm up your microwave and stand well clear in the cooking process. Yep, usually I stay in the barn behind a concrete wall. The recommended distance is at least 50 feet away for the better. So, it's Elsie's chocolate-coated chocolate surprise this time. (laughs) They might just be getting worse after all. I hope things would improve, but oh dear. So let's see. (laughs) Elsie's written it all down for me on the back of a credit card offer envelope. Yeah, she gets loads of them every week, which is comical really to me. Well, the reason why? Well, put it this way. We've all heard of the old uh, FICO score, haven't we? Well, she's got a fecal score. Yeah, her credit ratings in the toilet for sure. Anyway, I'm digressing, aren't I? It's a hideous handwriting, all right, with the usual coffee, soda, ketchup, mustard stains here, there. Oh, and over there too, but that looks more like uh, soy sauce. Yeah. Anyway, she started out with a plastic dog bowl, bigger than the usual one, and. a load of chocolate. I mean, I lost count of how many bars she unwrapped and broke into small pieces. Yep, and eaten a few along the way. Anyway, she threw the lot in the same bowl. Then added four pounds of sugar, 20 ounces of self-raising flour, three pounds of margarine, 14 ounces of raisins, one pound of mixed salted nuts, and what? No No cochineal red food colouring this time. Well, that's a novelty. <laughs> Maybe it's because I accused her of insect brutality last time around. <laughs> then, of course, she added her usual array of nasty condiments here: salt, pepper, soy sauce, mayonnaise for <laughs> flavouring. She cooked it all for 20 minutes in the microwave, then stopped, gave it a good old stir, added allspice and paprika, and then put it back in for another 10-minute high heat blast. Half an hour or so later, she shoveled it out. All right, yeah, bubbling and overflowing and, well, you can imagine. Just a few minutes, it was ready to eat and that's the only time you don't hear a word out of the wife. (laughs) On the other hand, beyond it, just held her nose, rolled her eyes and munched on a party-sized bag of salt and vinegar chips dipped in peanut butter and jelly. I don't know what's worse. (laughs) By the way, As I've mentioned before, the Ned Nat Show will not be held responsible for the results. No Elsie's cooking is undertaken at your own risk. not only needs a strong stomach, it needs an even stronger oven. And if possible, you know, a standalone concrete bomb-proof building. (laughs) (laughs) This is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Radio Show. You can find all my shows again at lednutter.com Me blind neighbour old Lonnie and his housemate, nudist swinger old Fred are back at home now after spending a couple of weeks at a nudist beach with Fred's hookups from that swinger and dating website. Oh dear. Fred was soon keen to let me know a few of them showed up but not one of them looked like their online photos. (laughs) So he was expecting some of the women might have used those you know, filters on their phone cameras mm, to gloss themselves up a bit, you know, but oh no, 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 no. They'd use filters on the filters, filter those, and then use filters on them. Oh, dear, okay. Add to that, the ones with headshots only had a lot to hide from the neck down. Oh dear, well, let's just say a very large amount, but this way... Those phones don't seem to come with super extra wide angle lenses. (laughs) I think Fred's returned home to recuperate and he's now grateful he never let any of his hits know his home address. (laughs) On the other hand and after spending so long on the beach, old Lonnie came back with crabs. (laughs) Yep, crabs. So I guess it's seafood all week. On the family front, when she's not complaining about, well, just pick a subject and she complains, me 95-year-old mother, old Nan, the miserable old crow herself, has a little feature in the show. Yep, old Nan remembers, oh dear. It's a little bout of what's professionally termed reminiscence therapy. (laughs) This time, it's about when Nan last had a glass of neat water. Yep, yeah. that's right, you heard me right, water, Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. She reckons it was in the mid-70s. Since then, she's never touched a drop. Well, unless it's got whiskey in it, of course. <laughs> See, Nan was drinking flavoured vitamin water long before it became a celebrity fad. Oh dear, <laughs> this is Ned Nat here the Ned Natter Radio Show. When I'm not here you can find me and my shows at nednatter.com. Well then that lovely twangy old music means it's time again for me book reviews. Yeah I get my hands on a few and feature them right here. Just remember I've got a great system so if a book's shite it goes on me compost deep. Sometimes if it's really bad I'm burn <laughs> Middle of road books go in me giveaway charity box and the good or reasonable ones usually stay on me farm library shelf. I hope that's all nice and clear for you. Okay well, me farm track is still too muddy for our little mail van and the mail carrier. Mm. But he's had to visit on account of LC and beyond its online obsession. (laughs) I'll only end up with one book again this time though. I guess with all their stuff on board there wasn't enough room left in the mail van. (laughs) At first glance, I thought it said it was a book about body building. Well, which, as you might know, is useless to farmers. We body build every day. <laughs> anyway, it did mention the word body on the cover. This book's called Well Hidden by A. Casa Nostra Member Jr. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. It's one of those print-on-demand jobs, you know, yep. It makes sense because it's definitely has, or at least I hope it has, a very limited demand. (laughs) This book doesn't hang about either. No no it's straight into the details. Chapter two discusses quick setting concrete. Chapter three, manhole covers and weighty chain. (laughs) Chapter four chats about freeway and bridge construction opportunities. <laughs> chapter five discusses methane release and is called "How Deep." Whilst chapter seven discusses natural causes. And finally, there's a chapter number eleven. It is, yep, it's called "Outside Help," or <laughs> as the author puts it very carefully, "Doubling Down with a Local Funeral." Director. <laughs> well when I look through it's about searching for a skinny corpse so there's enough room in the box. Oh dear. Well this book's a one off so I'm breaking all my rules, yep yeah, I'm keeping it on my library shelf. I haven't decided why really but you know if I do lose anyone in the future it'll give me a few clues of how I might find them again.
1: <laughs>
0: well me, lovely. that's a on me book review feature this time around. This is Ned Nat here with the Ned Natta Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday. But you can find all my shows at NedNatter.com where they're all stored for his podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. I got a listener favourite coming up now, yep, me anomalies from around the world. Feature. Yeah, this time we're visiting the Philippines and unfortunately it's another foodie one. Oh dear. Well, <laughs> after dropping old Lonnie's roadkill recipes, I thought you'd be missing out on at least something repulsive. Mm. Still, I recommend holding off on eating until the end of my show. <laughs> anyway, it's called soup number five. Quite, you know, simple, but like something from a Chinese takeout menu. eh? It does look, uh, you know, rather weird, but I haven't seen soups, you know, one through four yet. <laughs> Either way, it's another one of them so-called aphrodisiacs, yeah. It's a soup all right, and the main ingredient is a bull's testicles. <laughs> looks disgusting, it's disgusting, and I'd say ro- ironic, really, wouldn't you? I mean, it was hardly much of an aphrodisiac for the old bull now, was it?
1: <laughs> I think
0: it's better to stick with the old uh, herbal remedies, you know. Yeah, most of them are bull too, aren't they? But they just don't look so bad. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here, the Ned Natter radio show. I am here every Wednesday. you find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, leaving Filipino cuisine. Well, that's only a technical expression for nasty food, isn't it? <laughs> We're heading to England. See, I got a call from... None other than Nigel Ponce, you know, the arrogant old catfish-faced gentleman farmer. <laughs> brought the young Buck skipped the USA and manages Ponts Farm in his rambling estate. You know, after living in Pennsylvania for 15 years, Buck picked up plenty of American expressions. He seems to enjoy, you know, confusing Ponce with them. And Ponce then has to call me for an explanation, you know, he hasn't got an inter- internet in the manner, you know. Oh no, just good old-fashioned manners. <laughs> so, how could I leave the subject of Nigel Ponce without mentioning me special feature right here on the internet show? It's called American for Foreigners. Yep. after all, Ponce finds most regular phrases and sayings, foreign, oh dear. Well, here goes, American for Foreigners with the arrogant British aristocrat contributor. First up, here's his latest voice. Mail. No message.
1: You have messages. Well, hello, Ned. This is Nigel Potts calling you from England. Your brother Buck has confused me again by saying that he used to go tailgating on his
0: birthday. I haven't got a clue what he's talking about, so please, Ned, could you give me a call back? Well, that's easy, Nigel. You know, it. let me translate it for you. This time, Buck's told Ponce about how he used to always go tailgating on his birthday. And Ponce hasn't a clue. Well, Nigel, it has two meanings, really. You know, first it means to drive too close to someone else's bumper. And there's a possibility Buck might have done that on his birthday, you know, especially when he's drunk. <laughs> You know, he never leaves a healthy distance between anything and him. (laughs) Then the second application is totally different. You know, you need to think about a less environmentally friendly version of picnicking. Yeah. (laughs) A bunch of folks drive to a parking lot, usually outside a sports stadium or venue. They're well organised too and cook food and drink. You know, beer and sit in the back of their trucks. They have little barbecue grills big ice boxes for the drinks they cook things like burgers hot dogs even bratwurst and believe me Nigel there's never been a worse brat than me brother add to that 15 to 20% of the tailgating folks drink so much they don't even make it into the game they probably end up sleeping it off yeah on the tailgate <laughs> This is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat radio show. When I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednat.com. Last week, I got to see Rush's full name on an envelope for the first time. Yep, I've been chuckling ever since. It's Rush Lewis Clark, Waterford Nixon the third. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Anyway, I headed over to me incontinent political commentating neighbour Old Russia's Stonewall Jackson Farm. Not only drop off his mail, but listen to the latest far fetched second hand news from the right of centre. And all in installments, yep, with a weak bladder, he's always rushing off at short notice. Anyway, the poor old marker has got his obsessive political agenda, hasn't he? These folks. Still working on getting every possible vote in for their midterm GOP buddies, but now me neighbour Old Rush and our new neighbour Jeremy Sprung, the polyamorous political commentating Democratic XTV hosts. <laughs> yep, they're head to head in competition for those precious votes. I wanted to feature a few words from me Democratic camp across the road with Jeremy Sprung. As Rush likes to say, only a Democrat could be polyamorous. And now Rush is trying to convince me that Sprung is a Marxist. (laughs) With Sprung back from Washington DC, Rush hasn't got the stage all to himself and Sprung hopes to give old Rush some competition and present the Democratic case to me. This time he was rattling on about the importance of raising the debt ceiling. Or removing it altogether, oh dear. Yep, it's really got that high. And surely when it rains, we'll all be in trouble. (laughs) Of course, Rush replied pretty quickly, didn't he? Yep, yep. Well, what's right with it, he says. Yep, what's right with it? (laughs) They're funding a Marxist-style spending spree and are out of control. The Democrats are worse than those folks with Amazon Prime, he says. (laughs) They just don't know when to stop. And then he barks his standard statement. Gotta go, Ned. Oh, dear. (laughs) By now, Jeremy Sprung knows that Rush has always got to go and never quite finishes his rant. (laughs) Despite his rushing off, he called me later in the day to not only further complain about Jeremy Sprung, but with his Tennessee teaser, that's his own homegrown style of humour, and this time, it's, he's about as confused as a fart in a fan factory. <laughs> no dear, this time, he's naturally referring to Jeremy Sprung again. It's as if Sprung was the entire democratic movement. <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday. But you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. They're all stored for his as podcasts, so if you want me repeats can handle listening to me voice all over again stop by and say hi. Me lovely vegan neighbour young Alice Jones invited me over for our weekly vegan cake and fair trade coffee sit down. Last time it was back to the tarot cards and I don't know why but I always end up with an ominous collection. <laughs> Ooh, Alice heard the weird things Elsie's Alex had ordered and started thinking about the hen, collar and leash. Yep, she suggests I start selling and breeding pet hens, yep, with a free collar and leash no doubt. <laughs> she reckons they're the perfect pets, I think they're great as pets too, yep, outdoor ones. It's the house training bit that bothers me the most, you know, yeah. So we'll probably have to get into the hen diaper business too. <laughs> I'm glad the coffee and cake is reliably nice though. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. When I'm not here, you can find me and the shows at nednatter.com. Well, me lovelies, it's time for this week's questions and odd news items from you, me listeners. Yep, I got it all here on the Ned Natter Show. Right then, me first item comes from Donna in Dixie County. And she called me about something oh, a bit strange, I'd say. She went online. To search for a personal lubricant <laughs> a sensitive subject on her but for some reason she wanted to ask me about it yep of all people me why <laughs> well amazon is selling a 55 gallon drum of the stuff on their website <laughs> yep 55 gallons and i thought oh dear yeah, i'm being set up here like a right idiot on this one <laughs> but That was until, you know, Donna sent me the link. And it really was a big drum of the stuff. There's even a woman standing inside the drum with a big smile on her face. (laughs) Wrestling anyone (laughs) Yep, the listing was all there added to that. If your needs are that serious, they're probably cheaper options in the automotive department, don't you think? And there you'll find something. It's not only does the job, but has uh, got more than one use, maybe? <laughs> My second item comes from Fred in Fairfax, Virginia. And he's concerned about this thing called a remote-control cockroach. <laughs> well, I have to say, aren't we all, Fred? <laughs> so we looked into the details, and you can really buy one. yeah. But I never need it here, Fred. You know, see, I've got plenty around the farm already. Roaches, that is, particularly, you know, they love Florida and outnumber us humans 50,000 to 1, I reckon. Yeah, they're not the remote control kind, though, I'll give you that. They're completely automatic. Yeah, they automatically show up at night and leave things that look like chocolate sprinkles everywhere. <laughs> Put it this way, I never eat sprinkles of any kind, but take me advice. Yeah, to be safe. Dodge the chalky variety from now onwards. <laughs> this is NedNat here with the NedNat Radio Show. I am there every Wednesday. But you can still find all my shows at NedNat.com at the All as Podcasts. So if you want me repeat, so can I be listening to me voice all over again. Stop by and say hello. Me dubious con man agent 50% has lined me up the new ad this week he's got something very special for you this time around so here goes we've got every option size and color at the rug warehouse the perfect solution and you'll never get scalped here as we literally scalp the opposition on price and selection we're not just another simple warehouse store oh no in the rug business we're known as the hair Add to that we've got just the one for you and this month only we're offering a free sampler pack of our world famous all weather tested to hurricane category 4 adhesive with every rug. (laughs) You'll never experience the embarrassment of an airborne rug again. Flying carpets are just a myth round here. It's a hard and fast guarantee and we stick to it. So visit us today at comboverandglue.org and find the best rug for all your needs. <laughs> you know, that sounds just like the kind of thing me and constant political commentating neighbour old Rush would go for. It's comb over. It's getting thinner by the week. And out of hand too. <laughs> It's Ned Nat here with the Ned Natter Radio Show, and whichever way you dice it, the show is unpasteurised and unfiltered. But that's all me lovelies, and on that note, I better go. So until next time, remember, farmers are getting older, some more than others. It's time some new blood came down and gave us land. hand. Shite matters. Without us, you wouldn't have anything to eat. Without me, your Wednesdays weren't as much fun. <laughs> In the meantime and all the radio shows at nednat.com yep they're all saved for you there as podcasts too Add to that there's my social media links come by and say hi it'd be great to hear from you thanks so much for listening it's been a pleasure chatting with you again and I hope you come and join me on the Ned show soon so until then keep a smile on your face think positive and don't sweat that small stuff the grass is not always greener on the other side It might just be a freeway. (laughs) Goodbye, me lovelies.